Welcome to the Moms of Tweens and Teens podcast. If some days you doubt yourself and you don't know what you're doing, if you've ugly cried alone in your bedroom because you felt like you're failing, well, I just want you to know you're not alone and you have come to the right place. Raising tweens and teens in today's world is not easy. And I'm on a mission to equip you to love well and to raise emotionally healthy, happy tweens and teens that thrive. I believe that moms are heroes and we have the power to transform our family and to impact future generations. If you are looking for answers, encouragement, and to become more of the mom and the woman that you want to be, welcome. I'm Cheryl Gould, and I am so glad that you're here. Hi, friend. Welcome to the show today, and I'm so glad that you're here and you're listening in. And if you have a tween or teen daughter and you're looking for ways to connect with her and have meaningful conversations and to lay a strong foundation during these years for your relationship for years to come, then you're going to really enjoy today's episode. I am interviewing Amy Miller. She's the founder of the Mother Daughter Art Project. And I was recently introduced to Amy, and I just found her so fun and warm, and I love what she's doing. And I think it's just it's just an amazing, awesome idea that she's come up with to help moms to be able to connect with their daughters during these formative years. And I want Amy to tell you all about it. I know that you're going to really enjoy uh, getting to know her, hear about what she's doing, and how to foster more of that connection and strong relationship with your daughter that I know we all long for. So let's jump in. Amy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Yeah, welcome. I'm so excited that you're here. I am thrilled. I'm just so excited. Looking forward to it all day. Oh, good. Yay. Uh, This is going to be so exciting for our listeners to hear about what you are doing and to get to know you better. And we've talked and I love what you're doing and getting to know you and the energy that you exude and your how you much you love people and want to make a difference. So I want you to tell our listeners uh, a little bit about yourself and what you're doing. Okay. Well, thanks again, Cheryl. Um, so I am a mom and a wife. My husband and I have been married for 25 years. We have two daughters. They're now 21 and 19. And so I'm an empty nester too. And that's a new role for me. And in the middle of COVID, like right in the beginning, um, I have an art studio at my house and I would have summer camps at the house and I would do private lessons. And so I'm part of this Facebook group for art studio owners. And someone posted, 
learn how to have an online class. And I'm like, okay. So I wasn't leaving my house. So I thought, well, why not? So I took this free workshop and I was like, yeah, I can do that. So then he sold this course and I signed up for the course. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And then my initial thought for this course was going to be art lessons for kids, like this membership, art lessons for kids. And I, I started down the road of that and I decided I wasn't really feeling passionate about it because it was going to be all one-way interaction, me teaching art lessons, thinking that the kids are going to do it at home. And then at one moment, my older daughter was home getting her wisdom teeth removed and we got in a little bit of an argument in that moment after her surgery. And I walked into the studio and this light bulb, it was like, a, it was like a epiphany. It's like, oh, I'm changing this. I am going to pivot. I am going to do something for mothers and daughters because I knew in the moment of our argument that we would find resolution because of the way we have to communicate with each other. And that is when the mother daughter art project was born. That was the, that, that was the starting point. And I couldn't stop. And I haven't stopped thinking about it since that moment, 18 months ago. Wow. That's so cool that you have that one moment where, you know, exactly where you were standing. Yeah. Right. Actually right there. I see it (laughs) right here. Right here. Where it hit you. Now, behind you, now our listeners on the podcast can't see it, but this is also going to be on YouTube. It's gorgeous behind you. Like, did you create that? I see you have a lot of, you have a project, one of your, one of your box projects back there. Yes. So um, the posters I have behind me were created when I was teaching art. And I taught art for 12 years to kindergarten through fifth grade. And every four or five years, I would um, rotate the the first project of the year. And these posters came from that first week. Every class, um, I made a new poster for them. So like this one says, artists, um, everyone's, everyone's an artist, right? So this small one. And it, I, I painted the black words. I cut it up in the back and I numbered it for a puzzle. As the students walked in, I gave them a puzzle piece and they colored while I spoke to them and gave them a tour of the room. And I talked about expectations and how to clean paintbrushes and all of that, like transactional things that no one wants to just sit and listen to. So they were busy doing something and listening. And then at the end, I talked about community and the importance of behavior and working together. And while I'm having that conversation, I'm calling up the numbers one through five and I'm taping them together and it's all upside down. So I'm taping the puzzle together with them in the room. And then I'm saying, well, what if one of you, what if, what if one of these puzzle pieces was torn or ripped or missing? Right. And, and I related that to behavior and we wouldn't know what this puzzle would be. And so then I would do a big reveal and talk about everyone. We just need to share supplies and, and, be kind and be part of our community. And then I would hang these posters in the room as a reminder. And so people would come in and say, oh, I did that piece or I did that piece or I did that piece. And so when I left my job four years ago, I took the puzzles and they're they're all over my studio. 
How beautiful is that? Is You know what strikes me is what you're doing now is those puzzle pieces you were creating that community and that connection yes. with, with the kids. And you were also teaching them, talking to them while they were creating. It's exactly, you're right. Yeah. There, I have always been about connection, community. And, you know, sometimes it's really hard to have a conversation when you're staring someone in the eyes and you're sitting across and there's nothing for your hands to do. And you're thinking, what am I, what do I do? And then you get distracted. And I feel for me at least, and I find it for others too, you can be so much more focused on a conversation if you're actually doing something, if you're coloring like, you know, the people who doodle or fidget, I mean, they're listening. Yeah. Just because yep. they're coloring or doodling or fidgeting doesn't mean they're not listening. It helps with the process. And so what the mother daughter art project does, right? Yeah. I send every month art supplies for a specific project. And um, I want to also point out that um, I am not trained in art at all. Everything I do and I send and I've taught is all self-taught. And I make art accessible for everyone, regardless of how old you are. And so many people, I think, get stuck that they're not artists. Like, oh, I'm yes. not an artist. Oh, I yeah. can't do that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, one of the projects I have here, one of the projects, um, and I'll describe it, is nine hearts. They were empty wooden hearts. And I sent glue and I sent all this um all these beads and crayons and puff balls and paper and yarn and shells and like a whole bag full. You all, it's gorgeous. Those that can't see. Oh my gosh, that is so cute. So then the mom did three, the daughter does three and they do three together. Oh my gosh, that's so creative. Yes. I so even thought about that. I, I'm great. Three, the you know, the mom does three, the daughter does three, and then you do three together. That's so special. This is this is actually one of my favorites. I so I that. sent chipboard with holes and string to connect connect them together. And I sent all this stuff, right? All this stuff. And I encouraged them to take things from their own house, right? So the mom would do two, the daughter would do two, and they would do two together. And then they trade. So this is a yours ours and mine. Wow. It's so, it's so cool. Everybody it's got, uh, what do you call that? It's like, a well, a, what, what do you call when it hangs like that? There's, there's three a, different boards and they, yeah, they're, they're like four by four pieces of chipboard with holes. And I sent paint for them to paint the background and then it would dry. There's 30 minutes, right? We can start talking about the questions because in the mother daughter art project, There's questions every month about a certain theme. And so, and I try to divide the projects into 30 minutes a week because, you know, realistically finding an hour and a half or whatever to send, to spend uninterrupted can be really challenging. So I try to, to divide the projects up. So first step, you know, paint, paint the background. That's it. Talk about some one, some of the questions that I that I send. Second step: decide what you're going to design, what your designs are going to be, and then maybe glue one or two of the things down. That can be the second thirty minutes. 
the third 30 minutes, finish it off and then finish up with the questions and then trade and put them together. Yeah, I love, I love that. And it's one, one a month. So you don't feel like all this pressure to get it done. It, you know, you have the whole month to do it. And what makes this so special, and I want to show those, you sent me one and my daughter comes home tomorrow and we're going to do it. And mm-hmm. it's, I mean, the way that you have it packaged and all, I mean, look at this. You all that are listening, there's how many paints in this. This is amazing. All yeah, those, that's, that's like a puffy 3D paint that you'll use to write things um, you're gr- you're grateful for on your gratitude prayer flags. Yeah, I got the gratitude one with prayer flags. And so explain the cards that come because this is you're creating. So it's a creative part. And then there's the connection piece to start a conversation. Yes. So tell, tell the listeners about this. So in addition to all the supplies needed for doing one project, um, there's a theme, which is which is the connection part, like you said. And for example, one month, the theme was emotional wellness. And I send, I, I also have a podcast called the mother daughter art project. And I interview guests about the themes every month. So I, on one side of the card, I have the um, information about my guest and how to find them. But on the other side, are all the questions and the questions start out really simply because we want our daughters to feel comfortable asking us questions. So, you know, for emotional wellness, mom, what does it mean to you to feel emotional? And then that is just, it's a personal question. It seems like an easy question to get asked, but then as we go through this spectrum of questions, they get more, vulnerable. The questions can be more vulnerable and it really turns into a learning moment for the daughter and the mom. And so one of the questions, mom, how are you able to help yourself get out of a feeling you don't want to be feeling? So then the mom gets to share what her personal experience is with her daughter. And then also flip away, flip the question around and ask her daughter in an age appropriate way as the same question, knowing that the moms know their daughters best, you know, mm-hmm. these are, these are the questions. And then, um, I, I love, I really loved the friendship theme because mom, tell me about some friends you had when you were my age. That's a really simple question to mom. Did you ever have to end a friendship and how did you do it? Because, um, I think especially with tweens and teens, our friendships can be sometimes really fluid and Mm -hmm. we don't know how to handle it. And um, our children, our girls and sons are, um, are, are struggling with that. Like, you know, like, I don't like this person anymore or this, it doesn't feel good in my gut. Yes. Um, And they're not really sure what to do. So And these conversations are not, I want to say two things about the questions. The conversations um, are non-transactional conversations, meaning it's not your daughter asking you to 
um, drive her someplace, do her laundry, you know, give her some money. And it's not you asking her, did you do your homework, clean your room? Those are all to do list kind of conversations. And those conversations are important to have. But these conversations that come from the questions are non-transactional. It means whatever your answer is, that's your answer. And I want to encourage the moms to really know that they can say, I need to give that some thought. Yes. As moms, we, we, we think we need to know the answer right away. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when we say to our daughters or to anybody, like, I, I actually need to give that some thought. I'm not sure how I want to answer that. I don't know for myself. It models for your daughter that she doesn't have to know everything all at once. We have to pause because I, that's something I've learned in like the last 10 years, especially with my business. I think I always had to think I was supposed to know, you know, I was supposed to know the answer to something. And so I almost like pulling something out just to say something, but just being able to admit, I really don't know like that. There's freedom in that, that we don't like even parenting. Mm-hmm. taught us how to do this. I mean, we don't have the time. We don't really know what we are doing. So like, it's okay not to know. So I, I just had to say, I just love that concept. It reminds me of um, a conversation I had with one of my daughters in her, I think, second year of college. So um, now it's obviously the older one because now she's a senior. But, you know, I was, Um, really, I had a hard time letting go. And like, I missed her so much. And, um, and she was, what we do for our children is we want them to have these strong wings, right? And when they're doing it, it is still hard for us. Mm -hmm. And I remember telling her directly, I am navigating, I'm trying to navigate my role as your mom now, like, I I don't know how to do this. So I'm trying to figure it out. So just the admitting that I don't know what I'm doing and I'm trying my best. And it was bumpy. It was bumpy for a while, but we got through it. And I love that. I love that, Amy. And that's just so vulnerable to be able to say, I don't know how, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm trying to navigate this. And this is new for me. Yeah. And she, in the, in the way that we have our relationship, she's able to tell me that, you know, things that she doesn't like that I do. And then I have to respect that. Yes. We have have to respect when our kids say, you know, don't do that. Such a point. Cause we tend to, the natural reaction I think is to get defensive and of course, we're going to do some things they don't like. Right. I'm not saying to not ever do things that our kids don't like, because as they're growing older and their frontal lobes are forming, they're still not fully functioning adults yet, but they will be. And as their parent or adult, then we definitely have more experience than them. I'm not saying don't ever make your kids upset. 
Because, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. That's just all even, part of it. Yeah. I wasn't even taking it that way. I was more like our kids are going to give us feedback sometimes that's spot on, you know, that, that yeah. we don't like. Yeah. And, yes. But what I heard you saying is that when she gives you feedback, you're able to take that, take that in. Is am I understanding you correctly? Like when she gives usually, you, usually, yeah. yes, <laughs> usually. And one of the things um, that I do to take that pause, when whether it's my daughters, my husband, any you know, a friend, if someone is, if we're having a conversation, and I'm starting to feel a little triggered, and I want to make sure I'm listening with my open heart and taking it all in and not reacting, I curl my toes. (laughs) Curl your toes. (laughs) It grounds me to the earth. It is my own private way to make my pause and have a physical sensation in my body rather than that. Like the deep breath. When you do that, people know you're pissed. Yeah. (laughs) And then they'll just get more upset. Yeah. 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 So you you curl your toes. Yeah. I'm trying to think what I do. I think I, I go like this. I raise my shoulders up to my ears. I think I get all, I get all stressed out in here, you know, mm-hmm. but the curling their toes that helps you. That's yeah. And I I've shared that with others. I would encourage people to, to try it, to curl your toes because I can curl them like I'm curling them right now. Right. And you have no idea. I'm not anxious or nervous or scared, but I want to make sure I speak slowly and that I'm clear. Uh huh. Do you um, have long toes or do you have short toes? <laughs> I, I think I have short. <laughs> I think I have short toes. I'm short person. I'm, I'm only five feet. I'm a small package. <laughs> oh, I just had to ask. I'm sitting here trying to curl my toes. And you you can just squeeze them, just squeeze them. I mean, just squeeze them. Yeah. Yeah. So what's been some of the feedback that you've gotten from, you just launched this 18 months ago, but it's really, it's starting to take off. I mean, your energy and excitement around it is contagious. Thank you. And I, I believe so much in what you're doing that this is so needed. Uh, What's, what's the feedback? I've only, I've only gotten good feedback. Like, wow, you know, um, it's brought us closer. My daughter loves the time. She gets so excited to, to get the box. And one mom said she just loves to do the QR code. She's seven. She loves to do the QR code to the time-lapse video that I create for the project. And um, they do schedule the time, just like I suggest for 30 minutes a week because they have, she has a little brother and the little brother sometimes wants to be part of it. And sometimes they let the little brother be part of it. And sometimes it's just, you know, that one-on-one time and, um, the projects, everybody's been very happy with the supplies that I send, the quality of the supplies, the creativeness. And I have a 17 year old who's a member with her mom. And one of the things she's told me is before she thought, oh, I don't do art. I'm not an artist. And through these projects that are so accessible to all the ages, she's had a, a mindset shift. 
and she feels like she's an artist and creative and she's getting closer with her mom and she's leaving for college next year. So this is, you know, great time to like, for them, one last really good solid year of spending time. And I know they're both busy, but they've committed. Yeah, they've committed to doing it. And I like what you said about so much being transactional, because that's so true. And we can spend so much time, you know, nagging or reminding or telling them what they need to be doing versus just being. And there's nothing like art to, you know, put you in the in the present moment when you're creating and it grounds you in the moment where you can just fully be. And I like the way that you have also designed the questions and maybe the listeners picked up on this, that the the daughter asks the mom first. It's not us interrogating them. They get to ask the questions. And the reason for that, there's a very specific reason for that. We want our daughters to feel really comfortable and know that we are their safe space. We are a safe space for them. We will we want them to come to us with questions that are not on a card. So as our daughters grow through their tweens and teens and into adulthood, we want them to come to us to ask us questions and um, to be that trusted resource, not our only trusted resource, right? But we want them to come to us. And so having the daughter practice asking the questions from a card, reading the words, and then the mom listening with curiosity to her question, and then flipping it back and asking the daughter that same thing, like, what about you? Who are your friends right now? And then just listen with curiosity. Silence is really powerful. Yes. Yes. Listening is really powerful. Mm hmm yeah, versus it's easy maybe to get in those conversations and then our kids might feel like we're judging them or, you know, not being that safe listening space for them. And so being able to listen is is the most powerful thing that we can do when it comes to like connecting and loving our kids, showing them love. Yeah. So and I think it's I think it's important also that our daughters know that we actually were not always this age. We were not always a mom. We were little girls once and we were teens once and preteens and we went to college and we had not the same experiences because nothing is ever the same for any two people, but we had experiences to get us to where we are. And we're human and vulnerable. And I think as a mom, to be able to show our kids that we are human Mm -hmm. and we don't know and we struggle and we have intention and we want to do our best. And I think there are so many good lessons. There are so many good lessons. I was even thinking that by per- sometimes we don't know what to say to get a conversation started. That's what I find working with moms. I make a lot of conversation scripts for moms, like, because it's just like, oh, maybe we shouldn't say that, but what do we say? I mean, it's not, 
you know, it's not easy to always know. And so you provide the questions that helps get the conversation started. And I really believe we need that. And it helps kids develop skills with asking questions. Mm -hmm. Because I even feel like with phones nowadays, kids, you know, they're not having those face-to-face conversations, asking, taking the time where kids are really asking the questions. Like that's a skill to learn. It's, it's true because especially in texting, you're always right in the middle of a conversation and you're not, you're, you're, and the texting, when we're texting any of us, it's all transactional. What time are you going to be home? Yeah. What do you want for dinner? I'm going jogging. I'll be home at 10. Mm -hmm. You know, those are all, none of those are conversations that open our heart and get us deeper, deeply connected. Yes. Yeah. Which your questions provide that. And I, I just love that. And, um, yeah, being able to get to know each other on a whole different level. That's what this is all about. And knowing that it's not about the the end product of what the art project is. It's not about that product at the end. It's about the process that you spend time together, the journey that you're on over time um, to create this space. So when you create the space for your daughter, 30 minutes a week, you're showing her she's really important. She's a priority. I have time for you. Yeah. 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 I love that. There was something you were saying, and I was thinking so many lessons that are, that are in this, you know, just even we were talking before we got on here you're talking about the creative piece and I'm not an artist and I have taken some art classes and I, I, find it very telling because I usually compare myself to whoever's, you know, saying next to me that, Oh, there's just so much better than, than mine. And I'm not an artist. You know, I think we can do that in different ways in our lives too, versus like you said, just being in the process. I mean, life is such a process and an imperfect one at that. And you were talking about your little plaque, tell them about your little plaque. So, um, it, I also, by the way, sometimes feel like I'm not an artist. I can't draw. And so all, all these boxes are not drawing boxes. They're, I mean, they come with pro- a project for art, but really it's a connection box. So I also have those comparison feelings. And um, for so long, I always felt like I needed to do everything perfectly. And if I didn't already know it, it was too late for me to learn. And I'm not sure what happened. I think it was when I turned 50 last year, now I'm almost 51, um, that I just decided I, I'm going to try it. I'm going to do this. So um, I my, my plaque is, she is perfectly imperfect. And <laughs> I have it here on my desk. It floats around. I never put it away. And it's just really my reminder that, you know, I'm doing all of this business in fear. I'm doing it in fear and imperfection. And, you know, if I fail, that's moving forward also, because then I'm learning and that whole growth mindset. Yes. Which is so, yeah, so important. 
Yeah, I love that. And that's how we learn is through those mistakes and we, that whole perfectionism thing holds us back from so much. So yeah. you feel like what, so when you turned 50, I'm curious, did you get this idea before you turned 50 to do this? I did. So it was in, um, it was 18 months ago that I had this idea and, um, I'm just going to do it. And I'm not a business person. And, you know, everything about me as a person is in this box from the art and the questions and packaging and, and the, the video, everything about that is fully me and the creativity of it. Um, and everything that's not in the box, like the, the website and the, the finances and the, the marketing and the email, that's all not my skill set, but I am learning. And I have people that I've surrounded myself with that encourage me, teach me, help me and help me move forward with this. And I'm doing it anyway. Yeah, I love that. And I want the moms to hear that because I think you have a dream. And my feeling is, is that you got that dream and that passion inside of you. And that because you're so passionate, because this is how I feel about moms of tweens and teens. It's like that fear that you have, you, the passion overrides it, the, the excitement about what you're doing overrides it. And so when I get scared, I, I have to say to myself, I'm serving other people with my passion. And so I'm going to show up, I'm going to do this even though I may fall flat on my face, I I'm so I'm passionate about it. And so that really helps me. And then I'll learn from it if I fall flat on my face, yep. <laughs> which I have, but you know, I'll keep on learning. Cause that is what, um, just is my, is my guiding light, so to speak is, is that passion that I have. Does that feel like Oh, that feels yeah. like really it's me. People, people are waiting for what I have. Yes. People are waiting for my offer. They don't, they may not know it, or they may be like trying to find something to develop this connection with their daughter. They, they might know that they want it. Um, let me see if I have something right here. Um, so when I imagined how the daughters were going to, how the mothers and daughters were going to be, um, having their relationship. Here it is. Uh, Let me just explain this. When I envisioned the mothers and daughters, where they would be and start and where they would end up, I didn't think about it in words. And I thought about it in images. And I was on a hike with um, our youngest daughter. And I had this image. And I came home and I drew these flowers out. And I've since, I'll show you, um, done them again. But this is the first stage of the mother and daughter. So. They're in the same garden. They're the the stems are separate. And yeah, there's two flowers for those who can't see yes. it. Yeah. Two flowers, one's tall, one's shorter. They're not really touching with the petals and the stems are kind of far away. This is where they're at. The mom is thinking, you know, gosh, I really want to spend some more time with her. And so then, you know, she sees this um mother fi- finds this mother-daughter art project and 
starts, you know, working through the monthly boxes with the connection questions and all of that. And so the second picture is also two flowers, the same two flowers, the stems are closer, the petals are touching a little bit of overlap, and their relationship is developing to be closer. And then the third stage is really the same two flowers. They're both bigger flowers. And now they have petals and I mean, leaves. Now they have leaves. And so they're really growing. They're each growing, not just the daughter growing. They're both growing as humans and they're getting more connected. And then the fourth stage, I think, is what we really want to have, because as our kids leave our nest um, and go and establish their their own life and away from separate from us is now those two flowers are in a container. And this is the safe space for them. And this container can go from my house to your house. It can just it can just hold us no matter where we are. Yeah, I love that. Uh, Because you've laid that foundation. Yes. You've laid that foundation. That's just beautiful. And you have it. And I wanted, I said, I have to have you on before Christmas and Hanukkah so that, that moms can know about this because I think it's a wonderful gift. Mm hmm to get and it's you have it as a membership and the membership is closed right now but it's opening up next Tuesday which it's is, opening um November 27th for small business Saturday. Okay, November 27th. Okay, so this will go live before then. So um I believe and if not it'll be the week after. How long does it stay open? I'm going to keep it open until December 7th. So my birthday is in the middle of that week. So it's going to open up November 27th. My birthday is on December 5th and I'm going to close it on December 7th. And I will welcome anybody who'd like to join in and and take this offer. It's a monthly subscription, or you can do a three months at a time. You can get a gift for three months and you'll get a gift certificate. And everyone who signs up in this opening from November to 27th to December 7th, we'll start in January. Oh, that's great. Yeah. They'll start in January, but if you buy it as a gift, then you'll get a gift certificate. Okay. All right. That's awesome. Yeah. Cause then you don't have to worry about it'll start in January. That's a fresh start. Like that's perfect time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then how many, how many boxes did you say they get for that? For do, do you join and does it, is it a year membership? How does that so work? I have it. It's monthly, a monthly membership. And you can, if you wanted to cancel, you'd have to cancel before the 10th, but um, it just will mark off your, you know, so you can, every you month. can go as long as you want. Yes. I have people that have been in since the beginning. Wow. Yep. yep. Yeah. That's so exciting. And so, yeah, 16, this is my 16th month and the gratitude prayer flags is what they're doing now and talking about gratitude. And I wanted to mention, since you're going to be doing it with your daughter and, um, there's one banner in there, if you had another string or cut that silk thread, you know, in half, then 
um, you can make some and she can make some, and then you can do some trading. So if she, since she doesn't live at home, you can each have a banner of six flags that you each have both of your work on. Oh, I love it. Mm -hmm. I can't wait. And I'll take a picture and I'll put it on, I'll put it on Instagram to show it off too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just love what you're doing so much and I'm so excited to see how this just takes off. And you believe, I know you believe so much in what you're doing. It's, it's going to take off. I really do. I feel like I needed to figure out a lot of things in the last 16 months, 18 months to, you know, what I wanted it to be and look like and all of that. And now I feel like really solid established. I'm planned from now until August with my themes and my projects. And so I feel really solid to welcome more mother daughter pairs into the community and start having an impact on their relationship. I'm ready. I am. I am ready for more people. Yeah. And I mean, it's already taken off, you know, but it's just like going to grow, grow, grow. You're going to have to have your own warehouse and everything. Yeah, you know, that that honestly really scares me and I'm doing it anyway, because people say, what are you going to do when you have that? I'm like, I don't know yet, but I'll figure it out. Exactly. Exactly. Well, what encouragement do you have even to the mom that's sitting here and maybe she's sitting on some dream, you know, or something that she feels passionate around and she's scared and she feels like everything has to be perfect. What would you say to her? Yeah, yeah, you're making me cry because you're describing me 18 months ago. Um, and this opportunity to learn about how to do what I'm doing showed up right at the right time. And I I took the opportunity and I learned and I pivoted. I've been pivoting and pivoting and pivoting all the way through. And, um, honestly, I know this is like probably cliche when people say it, if I can do it, anyone can do it. But honestly, if I can do this, anyone can do it. (laughs) I, I feel like that too. So moms, it's, it's a beautiful thing when, and I love your, I love your emotion and your, you know, the tenderness of your heart. And, uh, I just want moms to know that it's important that we have our own, our own lives and our own passions and things that bring meaning into our life, especially you and I are in the empty nester stage. Yeah. I also want to point out um, that I think my daughters are really proud of me. Yeah. And like, I stopped teaching four years ago and then I was home and, you know, and then they left and, you know, I'm not sure what I would be doing right now. I would be, I feel like I have a purpose and I feel like I'm being a good role model for them to pivot and pivot and just try new things. I think they're really proud of me. Yeah. I I'm sure that they are so proud of you. Yeah. And, and I know when I started doing moms of tweens and teens, I saw a real difference in my kids. Like they all of a sudden felt like they could start really going after their passions and they they were afraid, but they were trying things that they were scared to try. I think because they saw me doing it and it was inspiring to them. Yeah. 
And we have all those doubts and fears. I mean, we were talking about, it's like, I go on the podcast and am I not going to so- sound smart enough? You know, <laughs> Am I going to sound stupid or whatever? And it's like, nope, going to go on here and do it anyway. And then we learn and we grow. I have a lot of those doubts too, but I just, I feel, I really feel passionate and believe in the idea and the concept. And I, I really want mothers and daughters relationships to have that connection and bridge. Like I have with my kids, I, I want them, I want them to have the same kind of communication and understanding and um, skill set that I've, that I've nurtured and created. Yes. Yeah. It's a gift. Well, thank you, Amy, so much for everything that you're doing and love, you know, getting to know you and share where they can find it. So um, on my website is amysartpalette.com. It's palette is one L two T's. So amysartpalette.com. Also, I'm on Facebook as Amy's Art Palette. Also on Instagram at Amy's Art Palette. It's all Amy's Art Palette. And that's my umbrella business, Amy's Art Palette. And one of the things I offer is the Mother Daughter Art Project subscription box, the Mother Daughter Art Project podcast. And then I have some other things that I am also offering right now. I'm doing some family connection packs. So sending like four different boxes with multiple supplies to different houses. Um, and they're going to get on their own zoom call and have the gratitude conversation and do the project all 16 of them. So Amy's art palette offers a lot of things. So, but the mother daughter art project subscription box is where you can find uh, what we've been talking about. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and and sharing Amy. Can't wait moms for you to check it out. So I'll put all the links in the podcast notes as well. Okay. Great. All right. Thanks so so much. much, Well, that's it for today. And I want to thank you for joining me. And again, I'm so grateful for you that you're a part of the Moms of Tweens and Teens community. And if there's any topics that you would like me to discuss or have a guest on, or you're having a challenge, or you're looking for resources, reach out to me at Cheryl at MomsofTweensAndTeens.com. I would love to support you any way that I can. And I love to hear from you and just let me know that you're a podcast listener. And also we have communities you can join and so many resources. So um, love to hear from you. Reach out to me and also leave a review if you enjoy this podcast because it helps us spread the love and get the word out to other moms who really could use the support and want to know that they're not alone and find resources and ways to connect with their tweens and teens. So have a great week and I will see you back here next time.